I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. Live from Sarah, John, and Willow's house in Newfoundland. Woo! First of all, I want to say thank you all for showing up to Sarah and John's house. <laughs> this is a, and, and yeah. more, more importantly than that, thank you guys for allowing us into your beautiful and very quaint and cute and Accessible. stylish little home. You know, this is, uh, this means a lot to us. It means a lot to me. I was born here in St. John's and we knew we were coming here to do, do a separate event. How many times do you think you've said that since we've been here? <laughs> I really try to make it known. Um, and so, you know, we were like, well, maybe we could do a show, but we, we were having a hard time finding a venue. And, uh, and lo and behold, the opportunity came up to do it in someone's home. And I thought, fuck, that is the most Newfoundland thing <laughs> to just very much so. pitch up in someone's living room and, and throw down a live show. So thank you all so much for showing up tonight. Um, let's, let's get right to it. Oh, 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 oh. there was something that we wanted to bring up with you, actually, before with Jeremy. Okay, sure. We started here. Brian, can you? This is is usually what we do, actually. Like, if we ever have like an intimate conversation that we want to have with the three of us, with each other, we usually wait to do it in front of an audience full of people. So, (laughs) we're actually really, that's. Is this a I, fucking it's, intervention it's, it's, it or like something? It sounds like you're joking, but you're actually very, it's actually not, very true. Because we'll, we'll be like, oh, we should talk to Jerry about that. And then we're like, but actually, we're going to be recording a live episode soon. So we should just save that conversation okay. to have it in front of people. All right. So, Brian, pull up that message that we got earlier today. And this is actually going to tie, tie into our conversation um, with, our, with our guest. Do you, want me to well. just, do you want me to just read it? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, read okay. it. Um, I have to find from it who it's from. Is it an okay. email? Yeah, well, All right. Maybe, 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 maybe I should preface it. Should I preface it or should we wait till after? Sure, you can preface okay, it. Okay, so Jer, so when we started traveling for the podcast and sleeping in hotels together a lot and in rooms and sharing very tiny beds, very tiny beds, uh, <laughs> somehow we drew the short end of the stick. Well, that's because, well, well it, that, the reason Debatable. why it happened was because... Brian initially is the most terrible snore on planet Earth. Right. So I thought, well, we should bunk up together because then we'll be able to actually sleep. Right. And I quickly realized that you are possibly worse than Brian. And in, like, in an actual very scary way. I just want to say that wasn't why okay. you told me that you, you didn't want to sleep with me. It was because <laughs> we've been sleeping together. 
since we were like 11 years old. I know. So but like, the, I was like, I'm ready for a break from fucking Brian. But but another thing that you said is that, you know, I have the ability to sleep anywhere. You, you very know? much do. Yeah. And so, so like I could literally fall asleep during this podcast. Like if, if you don't hear my voice and you're listening to this and I don't talk for like five minutes, it's possible that I fell asleep. Yeah. So if for some reason we go to a, we go to a hotel and there's like one bed and a polo coach or a no polo coach. It's, automatically understood that Jeremy and I will sleep in the bed and you will sleep on the floor in some makeshift fucking thing. So I, you know what I retract long end of the stick. Amen. (laughs) Right. Am I right? So Jeremy and I always share a bed and this was a very particular time. It was actually, I remember it fondly. We had, I had just, I'd flown in very late into Toronto and you guys were already at the hotel. We were going to interview Chris Hadfield the next morning. All three of us were sharing a king size bed. bed. This is so fucking cute. This was a, this was a, we were all sleeping in the same bed. I was in the, you know, I got there. They were already asleep. I slept, I slept in the middle. They're both snoring so heavily. Jeremy, when Jeremy snores, this is what he does. I don't know if you guys know this, but Jeremy SCF. And, uh, and, and he, that's a joke. Everybody knows Jeremy SCF. And, and Did I tell you guys I was born in St. John's, Newfoundland? And he goes like this. When he sleeps, well, first of all, he's got this weird thing where he keeps his arm up in the air like this. So he's sleeping like this. <laughs> and he goes, and I wake up, or I am still awake, and Jeremy starts going like this. That's that's actually a perfect impression. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking at Jeremy like, holy fuck, holy fuck. Jeremy's Jeremy's lung function has plummeted to zero percent. He's fucked now. So I have I, seen video of this. My wife has taken video of this, and uh, that was accurate. Uh, yeah, that was pretty accurate. Now we're all very concerned. I'm still very concerned about Jeremy snoring and his sleeping. And now let's read this message here. So we we uh, we've been talking about Jeremy possibly having probably having uh, sleep apnea. So we got this message. Jeremy is the one with possible sleep apnea, right? I urge him to seriously go get checked. My grandpa has always snored so loud you can hear him across the house. Because he had sleep apnea for so many years untreated, it caused him to have a stroke, a oh. bad one. Oh, fuck. He survived and has started to get his motion back, but now his cognitive abilities are lessened. He thinks he's in the Navy and thinks the nurses are having parties that night. That doesn't sound so bad, but... <laughs> now, now... Okay. Now... And they probably are. Now... Let's. This is a little bit, a little bit, a little bit different than how we usually introduce our guests. Now, let's. let's super different. I'm like, where is this? Let's going? introduce our guests now and ask how, 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 how fully would you recommend that he go see somebody about his sleep apnea to prevent a possible stroke? <laughs> I guess what we what we probably should say is let's give a round of applause for Chair Jane, who's here to talk about. Who, oddly enough, thanks to your story, is here to talk about having a stroke and being in a coma for eight weeks. Uh, <laughs> uh, before we go into that, though, Jared, does that like does that make you feel like you at least want to get checked out a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. But also, I feel like I I sleep like a king. So, <laughs> like you know, Sarah Jane, how much would you recommend him not having a stroke? A hundred percent. I would never ask anybody to ever want to do such a thing. To ever go through that ever. No, And I figured that that was probably the case. Yeah, but my parents both have sleep apnea and they have those. 
the the CPAP machine. They, it works. I know it works because we had someone on the podcast who was like, I have a CPAP machine. It's great. And then he was like, here, just let me show you what it looks like. And he puts it on and I go, fuck that thing. But I get it. I totally get it. Dude, you got sleep apnea. I do. I do have sleep apnea. Probably I'll get it checked. We can talk about it later. But I want to talk about your situation because you didn't have. Well, actually, I don't know, but I'm assuming you didn't have a stroke due to sleep apnea. No. You had a stroke due to something completely different, but you had you had a very specific type of stroke. How do you pronounce it? I had an ischemic stroke. Ischemic. An ischemic stroke Isch- with an I. I okay. Ischemic stroke. Ischemic stroke. Ischemic. Ischemic. Okay. How many times can we say it? Say it, it one more time. Ischemic. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Ischemic stroke. <laughs> we were just going for ischemic. I mean, it's actual. I'm so sorry. What what is an ischemic stroke? So there's two main types. There's a hemorrhagic stroke and an ischemic stroke. I had an ischemic stroke. So an ischemic stroke is when you have a blood clot that just kind of sits there in the brain and just doesn't want to move. And then a hemorrhagic is when it pops. Mine didn't pop. So the the actual like like blood vessel pops or 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 the 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 hot blood highway pops and you have like a hemorrhage. That's a hemorrhagic stroke. Yeah, right. But mine just kind of to like to sit up there and stay where it was until it was taken out. So, okay. so yours was essentially like a plug. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. How, okay. how long ago did you have the ischemic so stroke? I am 23 and this happened when I, it'll be, it's about two and a half years ago. So, I was 20 when this happened. Okay. Okay. And most people think about people who have had strokes as like. You're an old person? Yeah, Yeah, no. Yeah. Me and three other people while I was at the uh, rehab here in St. John's, three of them were under the age of 25. So. Oh, whoa. Yeah, Uh, so it does happen. So, out of how many, though? I, I don't know. I've been trying to like track it, but. They won't really let me. Sure, right. Yeah. Okay, so um, I, I literally know nothing about ischemic strokes. Yes. I'm, I'm curious, was there anything that you, was there any? I love that you said yes, like, yes, I know. <laughs> literally I nothing. literally know nothing about nothing, so. Um, I'm, I never said that. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, is there, did you have any health problems or anything that would have indicated that you might be susceptible to having an ischemic stroke beforehand? Well, um, yes and no. So I, I have love gray area answers. <laughs> my whole last two and a half years when was a gray area and it's, it's I'm still working on it, but it's good. <laughs> um, so I had, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. You guys have had it on the show before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's, Crohn's and colitis, but it's ulcerative colitis. So yeah. I have a chronic disease where my stomach hates me <laughs> and it causes me a lot of discomfort. And yeah, so I had that for a while. And then Is that I, linked to the stroke? Well, see, I don't, they won't tell me and I don't think they really know, but... I was on a lot of prednisone, so that's a steroid, uh, uh-huh. right. for an extended 
extensive period of time. What's like how like what's extensive? Um, like way more than you're supposed to. Because you're supposed to like pregnancy's like a six week like. Don't oh, you think it would be six much. weeks, but not for me. Like how, like how long? It was too much. Um, so they start at eight. They'll go up to ten. I think is their total here that they go up to. So I went from eight down to seven, up to nine down to eight, seven six up to ten. So then kept going down. So it took me like. It just wasn't working. Did you have that weird thing with the prednisone where you got like really up like a balloon? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, yes, I know that happens. But did you have the weird, um, uh, like, did someone's car just go off? That was the that was the most interesting sound. It was. Um, uh, the where where was I? Oh yeah, yeah. Did you get like the weird, um, very specific? Um, Food cravings? Yes. Where you're like, I want waffles topped with spaghetti and <laughs> cereal yeah. all over it. And then Hey yeah, that's uh that's a thing. I Yeah. My thing was Cheetos. Cheetos. Yeah, right, okay. okay. Cheetos. Cheetos. Cheetos mixed in like like a bowl of cereal with Cheetos, Cheetos. on top. Cheetos. Oh, okay. <laughs> um Milk. but yeah, I, I was also like a horrible person during that time. My sister and my boyfriend are here and they both know that I was an asshole for, <laughs> like, it really impacts you. Like, I, right now, having a flare-up of my ulcerative colitis right now, and I'm not taking Petazone. I'm against it. I can't do it to myself. I, I, I kind of want to dig into that a little bit. Um, when you say that you were an asshole when you're on that, is it is it that the drug does something to you, uh, like a chemical reaction in some way, or is it that you're dealing with something that's challenging, so emotionally you're a little bit more um, on edge. It's definitely possible. I'm not sure. They say that you're... Um, I'll look it up. Okay. Does prednisone <laughs> turn you I was just really into bad. an asshole? I, I, I think I just felt horrible, so I was... Yeah. Putting that off right. to other people. Right. It, it's And the reason why I ask is because um, we were talking about this uh, the other day. Um, you know, Jer made the comment that, you know, we try to cover an episode on uh, mental illness uh, once a month or so at least. Yeah. But the reality is, is that when people are dealing with physical illness, um, it still affects their mental health. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. So the reason why I ask the question is because I'm, I'm just interested in... in, in um, uh, Asking about like how dealing with living with ulcerative colitis as somebody at twenty years old at the time. He, I was eighteen at that time. Eighteen and and like trying to manage that. Obviously, taking this steroid, this the this new drug was was it um, was that difficult for you to deal with um, mentally? Well, I had never taken medication all the time, right? So it was something new to me. Um, also. I just started university when I was diagnosed. But before I had my stroke, I was on another, I was having another flare up of my colitis. So I was on an extent, like the, the highest amount of prednisone. What is, what is a flare up of colitis flare look up? like? Do you really want to know? <laughs> we really do. Let's, let's put we, it this way. We do love doo doo. Today on the show, <laughs> today I've had probably six shits. Really? And, six? Yeah, I'm at six, and all of them Is that an were, off day, or is that a normal that's day? That's kind of a, I mean, it's it's a toss-up daily. Uh, and all of them were not 
solid. <laughs> well, we'll put it that way. Well, what so, is it on the scale? On the scale of one to seven. On the scale, it's like a nine. Which one to seven is the doo doo scale? If any, if you yeah, don't yeah, know. it's off. The, it's off the charts. Yeah. <laughs> one being very hard, seven being extremely like water. I, I I literally sat down when I went to Kitty Bitty today to, to shit at the toilet, and a guy walked in and he was peeing at the urinal right next to the toilet. <laughs> and as I was shitting, the guy I could hear the guy next to the, me. It just the, goes. He sits to pee. That's what he said. He goes, <laughs> no, he didn't. You sit in a pee? <laughs> and I, went, I dude. And I went, no. <laughs> That's uh, my dude. I'm pooping. Uh, big, big shout out. Big shout out to Mallard. Uh, is it Mallard Kitchen? Mallard Cottage. Mallard Cottage. Uh, food, great. Uh, atmosphere, great. Toilet paper? On point. Best in St. John's. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's didn't clouds. want to Literally so clouds good. in your hand. It was very, very butt. nice. Big shout out to the toilet paper. Diller actually came back from the bathroom and he was like, you guys have to go. And I was like, I can, <laughs> yeah, I can I probably do it. I said, guys, food's great. You need to take a shit here. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So, so, so uh, yes, tell us about your shit. <laughs> well, I just don't always make it to the washroom. Amen, sister. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy's well acquainted. Jeremy's well acquainted. I mean, not that I haven't done it before. I most certainly have, but so Uh, many bless over me. Mine is not like I just. Well, whatever. We don't have to compare. Okay, don't throw me under the bus. I I just win though. Mine's all blood. So. Oh no! You win the inflammation. Yeah, Yeah, you're the winner. Yeah, from yeah, the blood wins. Blood wins every time. Yes. So. so, and that's because ulcerative colitis, like you've got inflammation in your colon, and yeah. that basically thins the walls of your colon, which makes it susceptible to being torn. And what are you, a fucking Do doctor? <laughs> Guys, that's why I've been asking the for the fuck? honorary PhD or on, honorary doctorate from all yeah, these universities. That's, that's right. man. Fucking give it to me, man. I know my I, shit. I think we're getting closer, honestly. honestly <laughs> I think we are. I think we are. One house show at a time. <laughs> One house show at a time. So that's why all the blood's in your poo-poo? Yeah. 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 So You lost a little bit there by calling it poo-poo. Just uh, I mean, I was saying, sorry. Uh, stool. Do, doo-doo. Stool. <laughs> yeah. Doo-doo is the medical term. So is, is, that sc- is that scary for you, or is it something that now you're like, well, that's just how it is? So like, is? I'm just like, oh, shit, again, like, really? Is, yeah. it, is, it, is it all the time, or is no, it? No, I'm still in a flare-up. So I'm you're in a flare-up, and when you're not, it just goes away and it doesn't happen. Yeah, the prednisone fixes it, but I... My state, my, my, what's the word? Oh, I forgot to tell everybody that I have aphasia. So I a- actually. Afa- aphasia? So that's because I haven't explained to you how my stroke went. <laughs> I know, I know. Because we've been talking oh, about Oh, yeah, right. You had a, a stroke. <laughs> we get so fixated on food. But, but we're, we're, we're getting there in the sense that, so we talked about, because the question Wait, hold that on, I, hold on. Let her fucking, she just said something. No, 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 no. We got to go in chronological order. She said aphasia. <laughs> What is aphasia? Aphasia, is it this? No. No. No, no, no. I thought aphasia was like you can't swallow. No, that's dysphasia. Oh. Is this the opposite uh. of that? You swallow too much? <laughs> no. <laughs> dysphasia. Do you want me to explain to you that? Yeah, yeah please. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Like, I, I need all this. I had that too. <laughs> so, I, so my ulcerative colitis caused me to, they think, because I was on a bunch of, pills and my genetics 
So my mom had a blood clot in her brain when my sister was born. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, wow. so I almost lost my mom when my sister was born. Thanks, Maria. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Total burn. Oh, that was Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> and now let's bring out their mom and see how she feels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. It's probably not Maria's fault, but anyways, genetically, uh, yeah. So I was just having a really bad headache for a while. Wait, so what's aphasia? Oh well, <laughs> aphasia is the inability to communicate effectively, and I also was not able to read, write, or speak at all. Well, you've <laughs> so, come a long way. Thanks. You're, yeah, I, I mean, literally don't shut up. So. <laughs> Wait, yeah. that's so wild. That is a, a really big term, like a really um, big umbrella term. I, I thought you were saying it's a really big term as in like the person can't communicate and you're calling it aphasia, so how are they ever supposed yeah, to right. tell you what they have? How do you say it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I kind of follow you there, Brian. I'm a little bit disconnected. But like it's, like it, it seems I, was like with, it's, I was with you. I got it. Uh, yeah, Taylor, that was Taylor, a good one. Taylor, maybe you have aphasia. Maybe I have aphasia. Who knows? I don't know. That's what my mom says too sometimes. So what? Like, it's you said. Sorry, you said it. You used to be not be able to read, write, communicate, like speaking to people. Like nope. at, at what? At what age? Like or up to what age? After the you stroke. clearly can now. After right? the stroke. After, after my oh, after stroke. the stroke. Oh fuck! Okay. So, so the okay. Re- the reason why the reason why I wanted to the, I was going to tie everything neatly into a package there and 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 walk us right into the story about the stroke. But but the reason why I asked initially about about any complications before you had your stroke is because I was trying to figure out like is there anything that would have caused this? So we now know that you had ulcerative or you have ulcerative colitis, and that was something before. But it's kind of a gray area because you don't know if that's a direct cause of the stroke. But the stroke happened. Exactly. Right. So let's talk about let's talk about the stroke then. Like, when did that happen, and and what did that look like? Okay, so I was having a bad headache for a while. I actually it was my first year at Acadia University. So hey, my what up? I, my first year I was at that. Acadia I too. Felt... And Jer also had a bad headache the entire time he was there. <laughs> Not because of a stroke. <laughs> also a bit of a vision, memory loss. He couldn't talk. He also had bad <laughs> nausea and all aphasia. sorts of other shit. <laughs> Well, I went to Mon for two years, and then I went to Acadia because I want to become a registered dietitian. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I was at Acadia for the first year, and this happened in March. So I was not feeling well in January. Like, I had a headache, but I'm a girl. I get periods. So I thought it was what? just... <laughs> Come on now, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was at. Boys, I, you I still l- like to talk about it. That's I all. literally rolled my we eyes so hard. We love to talk about it. Just <laughs> So I thought it was just like a stress. It was stressful. It was my first time being away from home. Mm-hmm. And I ended up, I had a really bad headache and I just decided to go. I went down, walked down to Main Street in um, Wolfville, went to the doctor and just said, like, I have a really bad headache. Like, I, they told me I had a migraine, went and got my pills. You're supposed to take one. If it gets any better, you take another one. If it doesn't get any better, you go to the hospital. So then I did all of that, went back down, and they told me to try to get to the hospital. I was like, okay, like, I don't have a car, but okay. So I went up and I, I walked, I got, I took a taxi up by it, up the hill at Acadia because you, you it's think, just one giant hill. It's very, yeah, it's very think, hilly. You think that's Newfoundland is like this? 
the uh, uh, Acadia University. Wolfville literally is like, it's like, welcome to Wolfville, and here's Acadia. Yeah. And Acadia is just on this one fucking hill. It's literally Main Street, which is flat. And yeah. then everything else goes like this. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, Guys, it's, it's in a place called the Valley, and usually valleys have slopes on either side. All right, of them, Brian. So. <laughs> okay. Have you been to Signal Hill yet? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, have you walked up Signal Hill? I Brian ran. ran up it this morning. Okay, yeah. well, never mind that. You just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you would have asked that question to Taylor or Jeremy, it would have been okay, but yeah. <laughs> trying to say I don't Also, do you know where the CrossFit gym is? Brian's been asking. <laughs> Uh, I actually oh, found out where it is already. Uh, <laughs> Brian used Google. Um, sorry, go ahead. Continue, uh, please. Go to the doctor. So headache. tell us about the stroke again that you're headache, having. Headache, headache, headache. Go to the doctor. Oh, they tell me to go to the hospital. So okay. I got a taxi down from Acadia, my residence, to Main Street. That's not that far, but too bad. Like My headache was really bad. Mm-hmm. I called a taxi again, went right back up. And my roommate came in when I went back up to my residence when I started speak, when I tried to speak, she realized I wasn't speaking properly. Like, so, were you were you trying to get the words out? Yeah, and it just it was like dog, like dog ice, like it was. You were just you saying, were saying random fucking random things. Random stuff to try to explain how much pain I was in, I guess. What, Dogs and cats. Okay, right. so yes, I'm, 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 familiar, I'm familiar with hearing about, um, you know, they say when people are having a stroke, sometimes they just, they, they stop making sense. Like, sometimes I open my, my mouth to talk and Taylor and Jeremy are like, Brian, are you having a stroke? Because what you said doesn't make sense. Like, that's like an that's ongoing a common, joke. That's, that's a common, also yeah, a part joke. of aphasia. Yeah, so... Yeah, but for me, it's just I'm less intelligent, so that's what happens. But yeah. but I, I'm curious to know because I, we've never talked to somebody who's like in the midst of like going through that. So when you're speaking and it's not making sense to the person that you're talking to, is is what you're saying in your head making right. sense, or can you even like comprehend what's well, going on? See, that's the aphasia part. So can I explain that after? Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so I have the. My roommate, Lorena, she called 911, and I went to the hospital. I remember all the way to, so Wolfville to Kentville Hospital, you know, kind of where that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's about yeah. an hour, about 15 minutes to Kentville. Mm-hmm. When I was there, they did a CT scan. They told me I had a blood clot in my brain. Holy fuck. Yeah. My mom was on the phone with me, and you know that really And you were like, bad. cats, dogs, dogs, <laughs> cats. And the doctor's like, I got this. She's got a blood clot in her brain. Um, yeah, there's no cats and dogs here. Um, but we got this. We got this. Jared, so. I'm really impressed at how you made a blood clot in somebody's brain. And them telling their mom about it funny. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that thank, just happened. Thank you very much. Thank you. Sick point in a nutshell. back, this is all really funny. But at that time, it was not very yeah, funny. Right, in the moment, yeah. it never is. But I had so... Told me I had a blood clot. I was thinking in my brain, my brain, there we are, my aphasia is coming up. But I was thinking in my head, I was like, like, whatever, like, you guys are full of it. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I just, I just don't remember anything after that. Right. So what's the next thing you remember? So, um, well, it's, so I, the next time I remember was my 21st birthday. Whoa. So How much uh, this happened on March 15th of 2017. And I woke up. I woke up before this, but the day I remember is um, April 23rd. 
2017. That is Which a is long, my 21st birthday. Long now. Whoa. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, you woke up. Are you the first thing you remember is your birthday? Well, yeah, because they get my mom, my everybody. They had uh, balloons for me. And how, how how they weren't supposed to in the hospital in the ICU, but they made it work. So. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, that's, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what sterilization? Probably, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Is that what it is? Latex. Yeah. Do you do do you remember when we, do you remember whatever dude? Do you remember when you had that? I mean, you don't probably remember, but we remember. I don't remember much, but you, I do remember you two fucking jokers walking in there with like hazmat suits on being like oh jerry's gonna love this <laughs> and i'm like i'm in so much pain why are you yelling yeah. at me jared just had surgery and we went in with like into the icu and we like you know we we they were like hey you know you can put on this stuff and we were like like give us well everything. no no you can, <laughs> not you can put on this stuff i was in fucking I'm, no but they were like they were like well we recommend you put on like the, the, the yellow the thing and, that, yeah. and like some gloves for infection and we were like control. well like what else yes. do you have and they were like well we've got Hats and masks and all this we had like stuff. The, we were like, like the welding shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And we went in and we were like, hey, Jeremy. <laughs> but Jeremy. they, see, they thought I had just come out of surgery and I was going to be like, oh, guys, amazing. <laughs> and I'm laying there going, I'm in hell. Kill me, somebody, kill oh me. Oh, my God, it was really bad. Dude, actually, that... I was you know really what? sad. Funnily enough, that was that was the first time uh, in the entire time that I've known you where I was like, "Holy shit, your CF is is your CF is real." real. Is real. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, holy and shit, dude! He hasn't been I, lying. It wasn't a joke. But but I I mean that, and I mean that in the sense that like it became real to me because like no, yeah, I get it, I get you it. know and, because it's always been this thing where you've just done your treatment and and like you know even in the the last couple of days you haven't been feeling a hundred percent and and like seeing you go through like feeling um, like bouts of like feeling shitty is, is always a wake up call for me because it's something that like, I don't think about all the time. Like when we're just hanging out, I'm like, Oh, Jeremy is CF, but like, Whatever. He doesn't seem any different to Taylor. There's a reason right. I passed top of my class at Ryerson Theater School for acting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so coming back to waking up, this is something that I'm actually fascinated by because uh, you're the first person that I, I think I've ever spoken to who's been in and has come out of a coma. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I've spoken to many people who have been in and have never come out of a coma, uh, <laughs> mostly because, because they don't means, talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, um, so what, what is, what, okay, I'm going to ask the first question, which I know is a stupid question, but no, I'm dying to know. No, questions are stupid. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, did you, do you dream in a coma? You do. Whoa. Have you seen the, o- is it the Odyssey or something like that? There was this old show where it was basically somebody who was in a coma for a really long yeah, time. Yeah, but that's a the- fucking TV show. <laughs> I remember. Have you seen Wizard of Oz? <laughs> do you know that I Touché. don't remember my own dreams now, but I remember my dreams that happened to me. Your during- coma dreams? Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about, I mean, I know it's so boring to hear someone talk about their dreams. No, mine's but just tell me about funny. your, what's, what is, like, what is that life? So, I was in I was in the hospital. I knew I was in a hospital, I guess. Now this makes me sound this makes me sound like I'm an idiot. Like legit an idiot. But, Could not sound as more more of an idiot than, than the three of us combined. But I I I woke up and I I thought I was this sounds ridiculous and my sister and my boyfriend are probably gonna be like, Sarah Jane, don't tell people this. But I thought I was in a ho- uh, horse hospital. <laughs> so, like, they were... They were t- 
were. They for sure were thinking that. <laughs> so, like, I thought that, like, when they were taking, like, the x-rays or whatever, like, I was, like, in the way of a horse. And, oh, like, my God. Yeah, it was, um... So yeah. you thought you were a horse? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. You were just... A lady in a horse hospital. Yes. This is so yes. fucking brilliant. That's a John Mulaney bit. Is it? No, 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 it's it not. Is. It's a horse that escaped in a hospital, but whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I just got back. <laughs> but yeah, so I remember that. And my pop, he's not dead. He's 95 years old, but he, he's not dead. But For people who aren't from Newfoundland who are listening... Pop is is synonymous with grandfather. Yeah, because yes. I know there's other people in Canada that are like, your dad my, my was ninety five. Pop, holy shit, what a stallion! <laughs> Speaking of yeah, horses, seventy. <laughs> no, yeah, but Pop or Poppy, Poppy. as you would say. Yeah, that's what I call yeah. my grandfather too. He's, Pop. He was in all of my dreams, but he's not dead. He's ninety five years old. He just. Can't really walk that well. Can he astro travel? Do you know? Do you, like, have you guys talked about uh, ESP or anything like, like that? Uh, no. Like, 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 it's uh, not really a big Newfoundlander thing. Too much other stuff going on. I, I, to be I, honest, I yeah. really. I hope this isn't insensitive, but does is Nothing's he? Nothing's really insensitive is, if you don't understand. So. Is is he of sound mind? That's a great way to look. At he that. actually is, but he had a stroke. The the reason why I ask ah, is because. Ah, the, ah. The reason why I ask is because we had this um, chaplain on the podcast, David McGinley, and he was talking about um, the afterlife and how people who are dying um, go through this experience of like meeting people who have passed. And he was saying that very common, like common experience for people. Yeah. And and, uh, he was also talking about um, when I was talking about this, he was also talking about how sometimes um, people who have Alzheimer's also have like a similar experience. Like they might they might be greeting people to the afterlife, even though they're still here in a physical sense. Mentally, they may have moved on already. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fucking crazy. So that's why I ask. Um, No. Yeah. No, he's he's good. I mean, he can't see. He can't hear. But, but he could, now wait. Could he see in here in your dreams? Um, he had like glass. horse goggles on. <laughs> <laughs> he was a jockey. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> okay, so you were having these crazy horse hospital dreams. But like during this whole time, I was in brain. I had brain surgery. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah. So you smell burnt toast? <laughs> you never. Sp- no. Well, that also, That's she before. was like fully awake. So they were like, did nobody get that? <laughs> I do. Okay. Everyone God. got it and they went, yeah. <laughs> those commercials. moment? Those Come commercials. On. Yeah, they're over. They're the best. They are the greatest. Yeah, so this is actually, I might think this is really cool, but some people might think it's kind of lame. But my, so they shaved my head and they took. Radical. You think for maybe a guy, but not when you have a full head of hair. But anyway, <laughs> you're anyways. fucking napping for eight weeks. It's not uh, like yeah. you need it. Very true. It's it's a touchy you're like, subject. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna subject. fucking punch you. It's a touchy subject. I will never cut my hair again. <laughs> anyways, um, yeah. So half of so they there's a skull in there. Yes. If you knew it or not, that yes. you do. Yeah, yes, there There's is. There's a skull in there. So they removed the left side of my bone flap. And then 
to relieve the pressure on my brain. Whoa. Whoa, I know. Do you know what's even cooler? Yeah, I don't know. They left... They put the bone flap in the freezer for eight weeks. Whoa. So they left your bone. Wait, wait, they removed a cap and then we're like, we'll just place this in here, <laughs> shut that door, so and they put it back. We'll see your bone out. And they were like, <laughs> off. And then we're like, let's put this in the fridge. This is gonna, we're going to use the this fridge, later. The freezer. The freezer, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to yeah, freeze yeah. this and then we're going to mm-hmm. use it. Later, yes. so they're they're to literally like on, to back, put back onto your head. And so they did. to Later. also verify this for a third time, <laughs> they they literally took a piece of your skull because Jesus your your, your brain is your brain is like basically swelling or something. <laughs> so, so your brain is swelling. They put it in the freezer and then for eight weeks somebody opened the door and looked at it and was like, oh, there's uh there's Sarah's uh, brain. We're just gonna move. yeah well, yeah br- yeah, Brian. It was in the fucking lunchroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they're like, oh, I gotta get, gotta get yeah. my my McCain's yeah. super fries next, oh! to the, next to the PB and J that said Susan on it. Yeah. Next to one of those that's ice somebody cream named containers. Bill took and ate. Next, next to one of the ice cream containers that just never has ice cream in it, it just yeah. has leftovers. Leftover fucking pasta sauce that yeah. you open up and you go, whoa. Why? Come on, mom oh, and dad. Dog, it's annoying. So, rain it back in there. Uh, so, when, when. How do they know when to put it back on? Like, are they going, oh, she's coming, she's coming awake. Like, no, quick, staple it in there. Nope, I had another, sur- not a surgery, but basically a surgery. It's like a, what's it called? Procedure. Thank Some, you. Somebody else said it. I can't take credit Thank for that. You. I heard Sorry. it in the audience. That's the aphasia. I'll tell you about that after. Um, yeah, but I had a procedure to, they didn't know if it was going to work. This was in the Halifax Infirmary because I got sick there. Um, and they put a, um, it's called a thrombectomy. Thrum- what are we thrombectomy. Thrum- my sister and my boyfriend. Thrombectomy? No, my boyfriend's not there anymore. That sucks. You <laughs> 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 lost yeah, one. He went home. He was like, <laughs> I didn't so, know that. So times. fucking tired of this <laughs> story. Yeah. I, I told her not to tell ah, the fucking horse dream. You're fine. <laughs> now she's telling the horse dream I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> But anyways, it's called a thrombectomy, and it they went in through my groin, up over, oh god, into no, my heart, no. up through my throat, into my brain, and wait, hold on, <laughs> sorry, dude, we've heard this before. It's the it's the craziest and yes, gnarliest no, I thing. know we heard this before, but usually it's like they went through my groin into my heart. They went, we're gonna go through the groin, then into the heart, but then out of the heart and further. They went in through. Why the fuck would they go through the heart and out the heart? Because and it's higher. Because it's because it's a certain vein. Oh, and that's the highway, and it goes. That well, way. the thing was is they usually do it for a not a vein. What's the other thing called? Thank you, artery. I love uh, that. There's like also the front row is just a bunch of I'm fucking doctors, like <laughs> like artery procedure, horse hospital, <laughs> equine clinic, <laughs> equine. <laughs> Taylor's like doo doo, and they're like, that's right. <laughs> Technical terms. We yeah. love them. <laughs> this is fucking Jesus hilarious. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Okay, so you get the... Usually the, an artery is what they right, use. Right, 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 right. But they didn't have one to use for me, <laughs> and it was in a vein. My blood clot was in a vein, so they had to go up through a vein. Okay. Hey, and isn't that so crazy that they go, we got to get to your brain, 
So we're going to go through your groin to get there. Like, like, there's got to be a way. There's got, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> we need these baskets back. <laughs> Another, Another heritage, heritage moment. moment. <laughs> um, Come on. But it is crazy. Like, that is a wild, a wild route. Yeah, but they go. didn't know if it was going to work. So it was either... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they said goodbye. Like, they said... Their goodbyes, my family. Oh, oh, yeah. So, was your boyfriend there at this time? Were you guys seeing each other at that point? We've been together for six years. Whoa! So through it all, my sister. Can I? I I don't mean I don't mean to put you on the spot, but 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 what what was that process like for you to to like to you know because obviously Sarah Jane's not awake. And so I they they tell you gone. like we're doing we're doing this thing and you might have to say goodbye like yeah. was it was it hard to say goodbye to someone who you're like it, I mean I'm assuming was you're, it hard you're feeling like I don't I don't know if she can hear me or if she can hear me oh. um like was that what was that what was that like for you uh yeah it was weird it was like uh it's kind of like well you don't know what they're feeling or what they're going through so. Kind of like that, but at the same time, you like you just don't know exactly what's going to happen. So, you, like, you don't know what to say. You don't know how they felt about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, well, you were with. I mean, you guys were together for a while, so you'd hope. Like, wait, wait, hold on. Were you there being like, I, I really hope you didn't cheat on me. <laughs> I didn't cheat on you, so. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, Jeremy. You just, you just hope you left a good last. Yeah. 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 Oh, fuck that sweet. I know he's a sweetheart. Eh? Man, like what? So a keeper. What, what he's did, a fucking keeper. I can did tell. The, did the doctors tell you? I mean, obviously they told you something because you you were probably encouraged to you know have these conversations. What what was the like? Were they giving you a likelihood or a percentage? Oh, I was asleep. Oh, so oh, it was just like no, it, yeah, oh, dude. Oh, she was in you're a coma. A, you're in the coma, and then they're yeah. telling your your, yeah. your family, "Holy fuck!" Yeah, so she, no she, she's like horses everywhere, <laughs> and they're like, "This Holy poor shit. thing might not make it." <laughs> oh my I, God. I have a question. Um, they so uh, our good friend, and this is a little bit uh, on the heavier side, but our, our good friend Brandon, who's been on the podcast yeah, a yeah. bunch of times, I wanted had, to bring that up when we got to the aphasia. He had but, a he had a stroke. Um, probably a, a month or two before he passed away. And, and yeah. um, I remember being with him before uh, he died. And they're like, just go in and like say, just go in and tell him how you feel. And like go in and just say whatever's on your mind. And uh, I remember like holding his hand and like fucking soaking his shirt in tears, just like telling him everything that I love about him. And I was like, I'd, I don't know if he can hear anything. And I know that they, they, they say, you know, some people can, some people can't, but... Do you have any recollection at all of like touch, sensation, mm. words that were said, any after effect of what was said to you while you were in a coma? So that's actually not funny, but that's something that did kind of happen. So after they had the surgery and they, that life save, life saving operation or whatever, mm-hmm. they weren't sure if I was going to come out of it. But my boyfriend was there with me. I wasn't there. Like, I was, but, like, not actually. Right. But he squeezed my hand, and I squeezed back. 
Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, he was the first one that got that. Uh-huh. That there was movement. Whoa. So, did, did you shit yourself? Like, what the? <laughs> f- that's so crazy. <laughs> there was a squeeze of the hand and then a. <laughs> no, way, like, to, way to make every beautiful no, moment Connor, shitty, you guys. Connor literally, <laughs> literally just like ran to my dad. Yeah. Because my whole family was there. My mom, my dad, my brother. A That's brother. a movie moment. Yeah, like that is a my dad my Connor like ran to my dad was like like my dad's John. He's like, John, like she squeezed my hand, you need to go in there, like you need to see oh, for, wow. like you need to see if it worked or am I like losing my mind kind of thing. Wow. Like, everyone's been standing around me for a while, holding my hand. Connor squeezed, then my dad was there, like crying. And then I squeezed my dad's hand. Oh, wow. And then they both had to get the nurse to double check and make sure they weren't losing their goddamn mind. Are we crazy? Or is she squeezing hands? Or is it like a... But they weren't sure if it was like just a... I guess, you know... Now, right. wait, now uh, yeah, were I, you, I know what you mean, though, right? Yeah, like a nervous but, system but, thing where you're... Yeah. But were you, like, Sarah Jane? It, okay, okay. But I was on... A lot of medication. Well, you were, you were like any sign of life. You were technically medic. Were you medically induced? induced? Yeah, yeah, right. To let my brain chill out. Chill. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was. I'm. I'm trying to think of how we got here. I didn't. So I didn't. Is this? Is this? Is this after the surgery? Was that when they were like? Go to the freezer, the the staff no, room, no, get no, her no. brain or get her get her cap back. No, 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 no. So I woke up on the twenty first. Well, no, I probably woke up two weeks before, but didn't remember anything. So I consider my uh, birthday the real wake up. Was is that yeah. is, is that because of heavy medication or? Yeah, they, yeah. So they didn't know what this procedure. They got the blood clot out, but they weren't sure as if I had any neurological issues, or maybe like I might not wake up. Right. Like, but that's, they never thought that I would like be in a coma for that long. So, okay. So, so when you wake up, um, what's, what's different? And like, what do you first remember about waking up? I was in a lot of pain, like a lot of pain. I was in a coma for eight weeks, losing all my muscle mass. Oh my God. So, so so it's like difficult or, or like sore to like even. Yeah, well, I wasn't. I couldn't. I didn't have the muscle strength to do so. So they used to have to pick me up in those. Uh, it like looks a like sling? a hammock, but it's yeah. just... A horse sling. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> have you, yeah, have you yeah, seen, I know have the you seen Kill Bill? I actually watched that last night. The first, like the very what? first like, few minutes? I did. When she Crazy. wakes up, like she's in like, a coma for two years or something yeah, like that? Yeah, and then she couldn't move her legs. And she has to kill that guy really hardcore? Yes, she did. <laughs> and she was behind the corner. So oh, sweet. Yeah. She like cuts so the guy's sweet. Achilles heel. And it goes in slow motion and you're like, yes, this movie! Yeah, yeah. Really yes. crazy. I get it. So, but she was there for four years. Probably you feel that, buddy. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Like, but, you're like, I can't move. And yeah, I'm like, but, so did you kill your nurse with a slice to the Achilles yeah, tendon? Right. Yeah, right. I did not. Okay, okay cool. Yeah. Um, that was actually a horrible, horrible scene. Yeah, let's, let's move past yeah. this. All right, here we go. <laughs> um... Where was I? I don't uh, know. You, you woke, woke up, woke you up woke from your up. coma. Woke up from your coma. You woke up from no muscle coma. mass, can't move. You were in pain. Oh, yes, my birthday. So I, right. they sat <laughs> me up in these chairs, but my muscle in the back of my neck like just didn't work. So I was like that. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah, like so total. Like, my head was down over. Wow. Oh, no, you're like a baby again. Literally. Oh, and I didn't have any hair. But nobody oh, told wow. me that. You really, truly were a baby. Oh, then. my God. Yeah. Nobody told me. That you didn't have hair. No, because it was my birthday. 
how, did, how did you find out? Well, first of all, I had my phone one day. Oh, trying no. Trying to send a text message. And you were like, I got to get on Instagram. We're going to put a story up. Hey, everybody, I'm aware. <laughs> so there's what two the things. Fuck? I wanted to text Connor. Because when I woke oh, up on my birthday, shit. Connor had to go to work. Because he has a job, right? Right. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, and then Maria, my sister, was there. And she, I wanted to FaceTime Connor. So I was going to use my laptop. I didn't know that I didn't know how to use my laptop again. Like, I was just like, Maria, can you, I'm just too tired. But I wasn't that I was too tired. You literally I didn't just, read what was going on. You, on like, page. your brain just couldn't comprehend. No. Yeah. But in that corner... On that FaceTime, yes. oh my God. you can see that. So my sister was very, very cautious as to what you couldn't couldn't see. Exactly, she was holding it so like you could literally like, it was, like the line of the screen was but across you know your what? forehead. Thinking back, they found out that I actually have a a peripheral cut. Like I can't see. So I know you guys are all over here. But I can't see you. Oh. Oh, <laughs> like, so like, you don't have the same, you don't have yeah, the same. Flip the table, fuck <laughs> it. You don't have the same peripheral vision as like no. normal peripheral vision. So like vision. literally to your laptop. Can you see me? Oh, yeah, I'm Connor's saying. Saying. Oh, Hello. Hi. Can you see? Hi, can I can you see? see everything over here too. Okay. Right. Whoa, so just the right Is side. It? Oh, oh, that's yeah. it. Can you drive? Um, Two people question. with one eye can drive. So I can now. But see, I went to Toronto in August. I thought you were going to say, I can now, but not when I was in the coma. Well, I <laughs> Which would make sense. <laughs> no, I, on top of everything else, we went to Toronto in August, to, like last August, to like celebrate everything was going good and everything. And I had a post-stroke epileptic seizure. No. On the way of, to go see Come From Away. Oh. Yeah. So I was, wait on the way to see or on the way home from? On the way there. Ah, shit. Yeah, but is that about I Newfoundlanders? Got to see it. You need to get up on that. Wow. You should probably wow. not speak that again. Wow. So sorry. <laughs> that's like that's like someone going Shama Jumder. Is he from here? <laughs> Where's he from? Not quite like that. Hey, dude, <laughs> it's like a Tony Award winning fucking play that is about Do you know what 9-11 is? <laughs> say again? What'd you say? Do you know what 9-11 is? I like you. I was searching for a joke and I couldn't <laughs> find one. It's okay. <laughs> so okay. So you're on your way. You were you were just saying you're on your your way yeah, to see it. I, and then um, had a, was a not speaking properly again. Oh my so god! Whoever was with you must. We have were just in Toronto, like, on, in the middle of downtown Toronto. My sister was there. My parents were driving on the way to one of the theaters, and they changed the route on the GPS to closest hospital. Oh no. They went in. I remember kind of being there. But, like, coming in and out, like, my sister and my mom were crying. They were holding my hands. Yeah, because like, they probably think it's another stroke. another stroke. Sick Boy Podcast will be right back after this very short break. Think of your favorite one-hit wonder. Or that overpriced toy your parents would never let you have. Or that TV show that no one else remembers because it was canceled way too soon. Now, what if we could fix it? 
I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Delon Grant. And after 20 years of friendship, we are now hosting a new nostalgia podcast called Let Me Fix It. Each episode, we'll dig into our favorite celebrities, shows, and brands of yesteryear, and then imagine what it would take to repackage them for relevance today. Think of our show as an intervention, but with way less stakes. So subscribe to Let Me Fix It wherever you get your favorite podcasts. When it comes to strokes and seizures, I I know the difference between them in, in like, and kind of like the seriousness level yeah. of them, I guess. Like people, I know that people can have like multiple seizures, and like they'll, they basically afterwards they're they're more or less okay, I guess. Yes. And then, but strokes seem to have like more long term effects. Hundred percent. What what is happening, or what is the difference between the two? So the, um, my stroke, my seizure that ha- so I've only actually had one really big one. I was having an aura for a while, mm-hmm. so an aura is like a. I was ringing in my ear and I couldn't read. So, Whoa, so through specific. all my rehab, I was able to like read how to read, write, communicate. I just smart, start from the ABCs. Whoa, really? So like literally, I you show me an A, I wouldn't know that it was an A. Wow! But I could sing the ABCs in French, <laughs> but I couldn't say the ABCs. In English. Could you sing ABCs in French before you had the stroke? Yes. Uh, well, wait, is it really cool if you're like, not no. not as cool, I'm but it sorry. You're like, back. I could, I could, re- I could re- recite the whole Bible in ma- Mandarin, but yeah. it all comes back really, like, obviously way fast. Yeah. Like, it's like Billy Madison, like when he, you know, yes, he, he goes to I school. I actually watched that one too. And <laughs> Two nights ago. And he goes to school and he finishes Ooh, his school in like <laughs> one month. What? Haven't you watched before? Like, oh, you're saying you're well. You know what? We'll save that for another fucking you know what, podcast. Like, sorry, sorry, sorry. So you okay. just saw two of the most classic movies of all time this week. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, I couldn't read anything for a while, so I watch movies. Yeah. There you go. As, yeah. as, as an aside, though, as an aside, isn't it isn't it possible that sometimes people have strokes and then they like all of a sudden can speak another language? Have you guys heard uh, of that? I've heard of it. There's but I've something never... like that where I've heard yeah. people like come to and they have a new accent. accent. Like the yeah. French, the girl, the, the woman oh, from Ohio or like Oklahoma or something. She wakes up yeah. and then she's got a French accent. Like but she's I... from Paris. Yep. So I don't know. I'm still I'm, a new I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so that's that. I don't remember. So how does he? How does the aphasia start to like? Start wait, wait, to, wait! No, hold on. I, I want to finish the the, the epilepsy, the thing. epileptic seizure thing. So because because I know that there's a, many different types of seizures. I know. I looked into it last night, and honestly, mine is just a post-stroke seizure. Okay. So mine yeah. is, um, there's extra electricity in my brain. Cool. Only happens when I'm tired or stressed. Okay. And I get a little aura ringing in my ear. Can't read. Can't do anything. Then I start panicking because I'm like, here we go again. Because you, you know now that something's well, happening. I did it at the, at the beginning. Right. So then I have a panic attack. Holy fuck. But anyways, I ended up having this full-blown seizure in the... MRI machine. Oh, <laughs> and it was and like, are we talking seizure as in like the movie like, seizure? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I had all the bruises all over. Right, yeah. and they're like, put put a sock in her mouth. Yeah, no. was it was it the, give her a was towel? It, was it the space? I just had an MRI a, a month and a half ago. Yeah, is it? You're not supposed to move in them. By the way, I oh, you're very MRIs. much not. So that was probably a hard MRI. Was it the was it I the enclosure? Was it the enclosure oh, yeah, or can. the sound? Because the sound is fucking crazy. No, I have um. A little bit of um, 
claustrophobia. Thank you. Claustrophobia. Claustrophobia, but only in hospitals. Like in the idea of being in an enclosed area in a hospital. Is it because, uh, I mean, and. I'm just speculating, and I don't know if you know if you even know. But is it because you're going? I'm in this enclosed space, and this enclosed space might give, like, might the result of this enclosed space might be that I'm hundred percent Like I'm like I don't lack of a better word. Know what the if it's gonna be a positive or negative. I, I just that. yeah. So Adivan was a very good friend of mine. So they would they would they then give you like so you yeah. had the seizure and then like from but then on I wasn't re- I was like wasn't really awake then they must have given me Adivan I'm guessing or the blood clot the blood blood, blood thinner cl- yeah whatever it is mm-hmm. I'm on a bunch of them so I don't even know anymore and yeah so they and they figured it out so they watched the whole thing happen while I was in the MRI machine. Whoa. That's crazy. Whoa. Yeah, so I wonder what your MRI looked like. Right. It was just a bunch of blurs. Like, yeah, it was yeah, like, but they're like, stop moving. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta be still. Fuck, little, she's like, fucking it up. <laughs> when, you, when you when you went in, did they give you the headphones and then they asked you if well, you wanted no, to listen to music? Well, no, because I was out of it. Or, oh, but sorry. When yeah, right. I have had it passed, like I'm supposed to have one in a couple of weeks, I think. I didn't know about it. Someone told me lately. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I. Um, I hate MRI machines. They're fucking nuts. So the, the, something else I want to touch on, because we're, we're, I mean, we're, we're slowly making our way to time here. I know. But, oh, um, fuck, dude, and, I feel like we have like four yeah, hours. I know, I know. I know. It's, I, I love it. It's like, I we started with, we are like, she had a stroke. She's like, well, I had ulcerative colitis. So we'll start there. And it's like, everything is just unraveling. But there's something that I think is, you know, the, not the elephant in the room, but something very obvious. Mm-hmm. Is you you have a very distinct sound to your voice. I do. Which is I'm losing my voice right now. Yes. And you sound like you've completely lost your voice and it's just starting to come back. It's, and I know that your uh, voice wasn't like that no. a couple of years ago. Hundred percent. I was tricked. Had a tracheotomy for eight weeks. So a tracheotomy, I don't know if anyone knows. In, in case no one knows. I can't yeah. believe it took this long to bring that back. Well, there, know, was, there was so much other stuff. Like, yeah, there was so much other stuff I to go through. A, a, a trach scar on my throat. I don't know if you've ever seen them before. Like people, have, it's very concealed. Like I, I can know barely, it's really good. I wouldn't even like. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's really so good. I, didn't see it. No. I had to when I came out of my like when I was starting to wake up. They just they I couldn't actually nothing no words were coming out because it was like that like nothing mm-hmm. but like nothing over time it started to come out and that's where they decide they determined that I had aphasia because I asked for a tissue I thought it was a tissue I ended up saying like cheesecake <laughs> right. I was on a puree diet I was on an NPO nothing by mouth so right. I've gone through my dysphagia. From puree, diets, all Mm. the way up. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. All of those. So I ended up messing up that word. And then a speech-language pathologist came in and diagnosed me with aphasia. But anyways, I've had two surgeries on my throat since. So when you get a trach... Is this is this Open. is this common that it just like will not like scar inevitably tissue. fuck your your vocal cords? It's a scar tissue, and I had it for a long time. And I also had an um, 
NG tube, with a, which is a nasal gastric tube. Yeah, those, have you ever, did you get that put in while you're awake? No, nope, but Man, I it pulled fucking, it out a couple of times by accident. Oh, dude, it sucks. Mm. Yeah, I you would way that. rather have pe- something, uh, you know what, I won't go there. Uh, a peg tube, like on your stomach? Then no, I got an email today about a guy that lost some tweezers up his urethra. Oh, um, no. <laughs> that's for another podcast. So <laughs> What? Was it a sexual uh, gratification thing? I didn't read the article because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh, but NG tubes, like I've had them put in while I'm awake. Oh, no. And what's, here's the it's worst. Where does, it, where does it go? So it goes up your nose, down your throat, into your belly. Oh, I had somebody who had Crohn's, a friend who had Crohn's who had like a feeding tube. But here's yeah, the thing. That's, exactly it's, it's, that's what it is. Okay. But sometimes when they're putting it in, I, have a, I, 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 I can't brush my tongue. Like that's how fucking intense my gag reflex is. They're putting it in, and this is what's so oh, gnarly. No, it's no, like no, you get no, here, no, and you're no, like, no. and then it's in your nose, but it goes out your mouth, and you're like, oh, no. They start flossing. Oh, and no. you're like, my brother used to do that. do that. And you're like, why? I can't stop. My brother used to do that all the time. Yeah, I had a hat out, and I was asking for change. Sorry, what do you, anyway, what do you mean? What do you, what, sorry, what do you mean your brother used to do that all the time? Do well, what all the time? He Why did it with he, spaghetti, didn't he? It yeah, was like spaghetti. He has, yeah. He's done Fuck that, that guy. Holy uh, Jesus, that's fucking mad. Yeah, I didn't say My that. nose is all messed up because uh, of the... the I, I'm curious. It sounds like when I'm when I'm listening to you talk, I, I feel sometimes like... I'm trying like, to breathe? Yeah, like it, like it takes like a lot of energy to get something out. It does. Out. It uses a lot of my energy. So my my trach... So I, my vote... You know, everyone has vocal cords because you can speak... Back hair, my my um like part of my throat is attached to my vocal cord. Okay, so it can't breathe properly, so it causes me to like people ask me all the time, "Are you okay?" Like walking straight. Like if I try to go on an incline, I love the signal hill, but I would not be walking up there. I like cardiovascular yeah, is mm. is rough. Yeah. Do you do you feel like sometimes you're you're thinking about like what you want to say and, and you it, have like everything that you want to say thought out in your head and then you're trying to articulate it but it just won't come out fast enough that you, yes. you can't keep up with it and it's also my aphasia that's also there too that's okay. causing me to not be able to like I asked three I think three questions I couldn't remember the words like that happens all the time yeah too, mm. so. you know you know it reminds me you know it reminds me of the breathing thing is like that's like if you're if you're pumping up a bike tire. And it's just not connected quite right. You can you, hear that. You keep yeah. pumping it and it's like, and you can just tell it's not working. And yeah. it's like, it just doesn't get that. It doesn't have that like suction that yeah. allows you to like bring it all in and then use it. Yeah. But I hope the three other avid cyclists in the room really connected with that analogy. <laughs> hey, hey, raise your hand if you've pumped a bike tire in your life before. Yeah, okay. Like a single one. Okay. And the aphasia thing, the aphasia thing is something that I've been, that like the whole conversation since you said, I, I didn't know. I just talk of it as it's nothing, but well, I didn't it's know, something huge. I didn't know yeah. what it was until you, or I didn't know the name of it until you said it. It's but as soon as you aphasia. said it, as soon as you said it, and this is really curious, and I'm, I'm, I'm so curious about it because Brian mentioned our friend Brandon. He had a stroke while he was going through cancer treatment in, uh, in Tennessee. And sadly, he came home and the stroke ended his cancer treatment. He wasn't able to continue with it. He came home and about a month or so later, he died. But um, 
after the stroke, he he really couldn't um, convey what he wanted to say, and yeah. and and it was it was uh, it was certainly the side. It well, I mean, for us, like at the time, for us, I'm sure it was frustrating for him. Um, for us, it was just like heartbreaking because yeah. you can tell that this guy is there, and he and from what I understand, and this is kind of leading to the question that I have for you, is that he. He fully knows what he wants to say, mm-hmm. but can't say it. And um, and and then and then when you know that, you're looking at him and going, "This is heartbreaking because I can tell that you know what you want to say, but you can't tell me the message, and then I can't understand it because you can't give it to me." And um, and well, he he passed away, so I never got to ask him exactly what was going on. Like when is that exact? Is that what's happening? You know, yeah. you have that message. I always know the but first you can't letter. Tell it. I always know the first letter of the word I'm trying to say, but I can't get it out. But do you feel like, and to kind of continue that question, Taylor, that you're asking, is there like a part of you that, you know, you clearly know what the person who's talking to you is saying, and you clearly know what you want to say back, and it's not coming out. And is there, do they ever like, they they go, yeah, yes, yes, sir, we hear you, like, and they and they and they like repeat what you might say, finish but like, it off, yeah. but finish it off in a way that wasn't what you They're were like, trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, the cheesecake is coming. <laughs> well, that's right, because Brandon's because Brandon's brother would would be the one that would kind of translate what what to me was basically nonsense. That's my sister, Maria. Like, she knows exactly what I'm trying to say. We're literally, mm-hmm. but my mom has no clue what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So like, it's. One or the other, like that's why I keep looking at my sister because she knows what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she literally, like when I had nothing, like when I had to see doctor's appointments, I couldn't explain what I was thinking, but my sister knew what I was trying to say. Right. Yeah. So she just you're like bananas are yummy, and then your sister's like she means to say how are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Man, it, she's like bananas is how are. You. Yeah. Honestly, like, that's what bananas. Honestly, are. though, I get so frustrated. I would just like. It's got to be I'd frustrating. Be like, mm, yeah. Just never. Yeah. That's, that that was the hardest thing about um, talking to Brandon was like, you know, especially in the in the last few days, it was like this. You just wanted to pour your heart out to him. Like I, I remember telling him like all of the things that were so important to me, and I felt like in my heart he knew what I was trying to say. Yeah. Like I, I was like, I know, dude, that you understand what I'm trying to say and I hear what you're trying to say back but I can't understand you Yeah. so I'm just going to say everything that I want you to know or any questions that you're asking like I'm just going to try to tell you every possible answer because you know I can't understand the words that are coming out of your right. mouth um, but in talking to you I will say that like it does bring me some level of comfort knowing that yeah. or feeling like he did truly understand what I was saying because I felt like almost to a certain extent that was what I was telling myself right like Brandon understands me and mm. but like actually telling you or talking to you who who've, who've been in that place yeah I feel like there is some level of comfort there yeah for sure like it's you can't always speak the way that you want to speak but more than likely unless you I'm not a very nice person. People can understand what's going through for that person. Mm-hmm. I found it hard, though, when people tried to compare what they had compared to what I was dealing with. Right. That was one thing that... Mm. And what, what? Like, I feel like you guys, for your friend, Brandon, you definitely 
wanted to help him out kind of thing and do whatever you guys could have done. But on the other side, there's like, I'm just so frustrated. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like that feeling, but. Sure. I get, but, I get what you're saying. I, I think a lot of the things that I was saying to him in that moment too, and not to like stay on this not topic that too. He was like, upset. It, like he would know. For you sure. Know what I mean? And like, I think there was a level of what I was telling him that was, it was almost selfish, right? Like it's like, here are the things that I want to tell you before I know that you're no longer here to hear them. Yeah. But like also. But you needed to say them. Right. I needed to say yeah. them. But there, I also now looking back at it and probably not in the moment, but looking back at it, I go, fuck, there's probably a lot of things he wanted to say. Yeah. That, that he, he couldn't get say. Out, right? yeah. Yeah. This has um, kind of become like a therapy session for like. No, but it's true. <laughs> for how we dealt yeah, with Brandon's death. <laughs> it's true, though. That's, yeah. If you can't speak. Yeah. What other way are we supposed to communicate? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's very it's it is very hard, but at the same time, and like I I could probably I, I imagine like you said with your sister, like there is a level depending on your connection with people that they're going even though like your words don't really aren't making the sense that you'd like them yeah. to. I know I know what you're saying, and I can see like I can see I can pick up parts of your body language and the way that you're moving yeah. and and you know the words that you're saying and maybe some patterns in the words that you're saying like I made the joke about banana but like you know you know maybe there is like a a, a, yeah. a a pattern in like when you say this thing you actually mean that thing well it's also too like it takes a lot of energy for me to think of those words so like and also my breathing takes a lot of my energy too mm-hmm. yeah you, uh, like you can hear breathe. it like I can hear it here you'll breathe you'll when people listen to this podcast you'll hear my breathing in it yeah and part of, part of me was wondering if, and I don't know if you covered this when I went to the bathroom, but like wondering if that's just the sound of the trauma within your throat yeah. of the air passing through, it or is. if there is an actual like um, effort and struggle to get the air in and out. Well, you have to try to figure out a way to breathe properly, right? Right. So like I do synchronized skating. So I don't, you know what synchronized swimming is? Yeah. yeah. But I do synchronized figure skating. Okay. Okay. So that's really difficult for me because it's cardio. So synchronized activity. swimming with skates on <laughs> under the water. That wow. sounds wow. very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. And okay. sharp. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, continue. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it had, it, it was, I, it was yeah, funny at first. Well, yeah, we'll, be, we'll, we'll beat around with Kinda it. But it was just hard. It's we'll hard fix to it in get post. back. It's like my new normal. Like I can't breathe properly. Yeah. Right. Doing those things. And those are the things I love to do. Right. Because that obviously requires like a certain amount of like controlled and like rhythmic breath. Right. That kind of leads me to the question of, um, so obviously your life changed drastically from, um, when you had your stroke to, uh, or before you had your stroke to when you had your stroke. And, and, uh, I'm curious how that affected, uh, your, vision for the future and your goals and like the, your, what you saw as your career path or where you wanted to be in 10 years, did, did that change what you saw as, um, uh, for your potential or for your, for your, for your future, I guess? Yes. But I am a keener and I always <laughs> have been, always will be, um, like overachiever, like, like Sarah J like, don't tell like you're stop really you know just <laughs> stop so like i like the day that i like really realized what was happening i was like i need to get back to school right now like that was my jo- that 
I didn't yeah. have any hair. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> I had to go back to school. But I need to go back to school. I was like, my I grades are so slipping. Much. <laughs> I don't know my ABCs. But I need to go. But back I know to that school. I want an A. <laughs> and I have like like three job interviews up. I was like, Mom, you need to call them and tell them that I'm not going to be there. Like, those are the things I was thinking about. But like, yeah. right? Yeah. Getting like thinking it through now, like it was so much trauma. But it wasn't just trauma for me. Like, it's trauma for everybody. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Like, yeah. it's not the only two in my life. No, I, I mean, your whole your whole family. I've got, I've yeah. got a good support yeah. system. Yeah, it's crazy. The other crazy. ones are just in South Carolina right now. So, that's fine. Um, but you think about you think about that. Like, that's, that, that, is, that is absolutely, it's, it's nuts in the way that, like, when you have a good support system... And you go through something, and and I'm like relating on the like when I got I got injured, I got hit by a car, and like all this stuff, and like like if I didn't have somebody there to fucking honestly the first few days, if I didn't have somebody to wipe my ass, like I couldn't do it. If I didn't yeah. have somebody to help me shower, you're welcome, I buddy. I got you. <laughs> you know I got you. It was actually Kyla, but I'm sure you would have done. it. I would have done it if I was there. And and like and and then you, you don't think, want a folder you think to, about, to wipe your ass. No, for you. I know. I'm a fuck bu- you I'm guys. A no, I'm we're not going to get I'm into a bunch that. Of not a folder. Yeah, whatever. And and so like if you that like having that having someone or a group of people, whatever friends, to be there to do that for you, and the burden that it that it that it. It goes but on they to wanted to do it. Though, of course they do. Of course thing. they. Of course they do. But like when I like, I mean, in my experience, it was like, yo, know, all of a sudden, all the things that I do every day are now someone else's responsibility. Yeah. And and not that and not that they don't want to do it. They're like they're very gung ho to do it because they're they're very understanding of mm-hmm. yo, you're going through this thing, and like I can't imagine what it's like to have a, f- a broken pelvis and ribs and all this shit. So I'll do it, no problem. They take that on, but over time that wears and it, and it adds stress because like nothing from their life has has stopped or slowed down. So they take on all this stuff, and especially now that you're fully recovered and you keep asking us to do this shit for yeah, you. And, I'm like, and, I'm like, and then we're like, dude, you are fine. Yeah. And I'll be like, I'll, you know, like when we went, to like, went Jeremy, like, come wipe my ass. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, and like that just happened. I had the pre-show jitters, and I went to the yeah. bathroom, and I was like, Jeremy, yeah. please yeah. come to this one. So I mean, I just to not you guys leave are it. Such boys, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah. it's a it's 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 a number six. It's really soft. Okay, I need right. extra toilet paper. Right. I mean, just not to leave it understated, like how amazing it is, and I'm sure you feel the same way about like having people around you. Like it, it is, it, it is was, fucking insanely amazing. Like it, like it was really hard for me though, because I'm a very independent person. I went to school by myself. Like, didn't know anybody. You know, like, and I, but like, I couldn't drive. I couldn't go places yeah. myself. I wasn't out of school for a year. Now I went, I did full on rehab in three different places and did three different, four different programs, sorry, to get back to where I am today. But like, like the independence part was the hard for me. Like I used to walk my dog three times a day because what else was I supposed to do? Like, yeah. I got a new dog, though. (laughs) Considering where you are today, yes. How is your how is your mental health now, based off of everything that you've gone through, and based Uh, off everything that your your you know your your family members and friends have gone through? Well, you know, like as I said, school is a big thing in my family. Um, I'm home now in St. John's, which is one thing. So, like, it really impacts that positively. Like have people around like I was there by myself right when I went back to school 
I graduated in May. So congratulations! Yeah. Willow's like, yeah, you did. Willow's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I got a dietetic intern here within St. John's. Congrats! Amazing. I got that, so things started to get better. But like, there is times where like. There's things that I can't do still. Like I going to the gym, like sure I could, but like it's hard. Like it's mm. something that mm-hmm. really it hurts me because I can't really do it as I would want to, you know what I mean? And like for the longest time I couldn't drink. Wasn't a big drinker, but I was twenty one and not able to drink, so Right. Yeah. But now Very you're drinking dry. a Nalgene full of vodka, so you and you know. put a big old dent in that vodka. To be honest with you, cider in Nova Scotia is my favorite. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is that cider? No. No, it's <laughs> not yet. No, it's vodka, There's dude. a new No Boats out, though, just saying. Anyway. Yeah. You know what I would honestly, you know, I just want, I just want to interject there on the, on the topic of, of, like, of, like, getting back. Because, I, cause again, like, in the, in the relation or relating to your experience topic, like, when you can't do what you used to be able to do, I know it fucking, it's the worst. Because like all you want to do is just do exactly how you did it before. Yeah. And one of the biggest learning curves for me it has been has been specifically with yoga because yoga is being practicing before and practicing now is, is there's a major change. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time I avoided doing it because I couldn't do it the way that I used to. And uh, I'm kind of getting back into it now of going, uh, starting that process of going, Okay, now I'm going to start to accept like the limitations and like the yeah. adaptations that I need to do, and um, and it's it was so easy for me at the beginning to go, I'm just not going to do it because I can't do yeah. it. I can't do it, and I know that frustration and how much that sucks because like especially if you're a keener and you're yeah. a go getter and you're like, I just want to get back to that. Yeah, and like even like the everyday stuff. So like, if I work, so I was working at the hospitals, twelve hour shifts, and then I would. Like, I'd be exhausted, but, like, I'd get up the next day and still go again, you know what I mean? Like, I was just, that independence of going back to work was a huge thing for me. Like, I yeah. was, was bored. Like, I was... Was it hard for you stress-wise, like, to go back to work, to, like, go back to, um, like, a normal life schedule? Um, It was really hard when I first came home. Like, I was scared that people were going to... Because, like, once you have a... So, it's called an acquired brain injury, not a traumatic brain injury. So if you, when you're in your car accident, if you got knocked around mm-hmm. your head, that would be a traumatic brain injury. Mine was acquired because it just came out of nowhere. Right. As opposed to an act, like a traumatic a, one. Right, yeah. Sure. So, or yeah. Yeah. So like, um, I have aphasia, but aphasia doesn't actually like, um, it doesn't negatively impact your cognitive ability it's just the, the words didn't come right out. yeah right so like i felt that i didn't have i had limited amount of hair at this point <laughs> um i felt that people definitely thought i had cancer i don't if that sounds bad but it's true like yeah. it's what people assume yeah. and like i couldn't like i couldn't I, like some i had to hold someone's hand to like walk and like Stuff like that, so that independence was gone, and I wasn't really full on back in my. I hadn't done all of my rehab, so when I talk about my rehab, it was 
physically. Like, I had to go to psychologists, mm-hmm. like, all of them here at the Miller Center. Yeah. So, like, which is the rehab here. And, like, it was, it was a lot. Like, it took a lot on me and, like. Because when is the last time, and I don't mean take off as in, like, vacation, because it's obviously not vacation, but, like, you think about the time, you know, you, you, you go through, you're in a coma, you're in rehab, you've got, all, then you have, you've got all this, then you have a epilep, an epileptic seizure and all this stuff, and, like, you have all this again, quotations, time off. Mm-hmm. By time off, I mean like when you're not doing your regular life things. Yeah. And then you are like, okay, well now I'm going to go back to that. And that's a huge shift. Because Was. like how, like even even as a, a teen, even if you're not in school, like you're either working or you're in school, like the last time that you did nothing for a while was when you were a small child. Yeah. And like where you didn't even cognitively know that you were doing nothing. Yeah. And then taking that time off and then going and then being thrust back into a daily routine of tasks, responsibilities, relationships. Like it's It was a lot. It's, I, it's I a did lot. lose some friends through it. Yeah. Like I people didn't understand. Yeah. That's and one that's one thing that's come up a lot on the show. I have friends who just don't get it. I think that's a common They're occurrence. too selfish to yeah. I, I kind of, it. I kind of what a great though, filter. I yeah, right. But, but I, I kind of wondered, yeah. did you did you lose friends, I or did. did you just lose people? But, but did I you, found better friends, right? Yeah. Like did because because to me, a friend is a person who is going to be there with you through thick or thin, yeah. and like and you know if somebody's not going to be with you by your side through dealing with that challenge, like are they really a friend? That's, anyway, that's why I just kind of it's more of a. Acquaintance. It's now. like the second round of when you graduate high school where you go, mm. Oh yeah, I haven't seen Mitchell in like well, fuck since high school. Well, I guess we're not friends anymore. And it's like, oh yeah, I haven't seen her. Please Ashley don't since, invite me to your wedding. Since I was staying at the horse hospital. <laughs> well, I guess true. we're not friends, you know. Yeah, uh, so I get it. So how are you doing now? Like oh. today? Well, I'm good. I'm <laughs> Hold on. You look good. Hold I mean, on. Yeah. I want to throw back to a conversation that we were having a couple days ago, a day or two ago, where okay. you said, where you were like, I talked to Sarah. I Jane was on the just phone, about to say this. And you went, you know, she sounds super so chill. chill. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, just got off the phone with her. She's chill as fuck. Yeah. She, I was like, hey, we're going to do like a live show. There's going to be a bunch of people there. It's going to be a house party kind of thing. And you were like, cool. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. cool. like, no, no issues at all. So we're good. You're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was like, like, are you just right. are you just naturally this chill, or is this like? I never used to be, but like, so this is like stroke see, chill. I like. There's so many worse things in the world, like the little things. That's like, yeah, like you lose a friend because they're shitty. Oh well, they were shitty. <laughs> and you find someone else. But I think yeah. that I think this is a perfect segue to a question that we ask most of our guests, which is, "What would you say your stroke and coma and and everything you've been through? What would you say is the biggest thing that it's taken away from you?" Um, taken away. Well, it's pretty annoying that my throat is all messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's also really annoying when I can't get a word out. But, like, honestly, I'm pretty thankful. So if that's the worst thing, like, 
Obviously, I'm scared of the possibility, very, very small possibility of another stroke happening. But I mean, like, I'm I'm always compromised, just like you would, Jeremy. Like, yeah, you're autumn, auto. I can never say the word, but you're compromised. My immune system. Your immune system is, sucks. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, me too. I mean, you don't have to rub it in, but okay, sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's true though. Like anybody who has no, chronic diseases, it's gonna suck. Yeah. So like, you just kind of gotta live with what you got. It's my new normal, is what we use. So. Absolutely. Well, the, um, the second part of that question is, what would you say is the biggest thing that it's given you? Honestly, I've learned a lot more about how it impacts others, how diseases impact others. But also, like, even being in the, like, being in the hospital as a, I saw both sides of a patient and working in the hospital, like, the little things in life, like, mm. those are the things you got to use like that seems a little lame but it's true like we me and my family and my friends went through horror like hell, hell and back yeah. little like it was so bad but thinking back like who cares about the little things anymore like right like yes i'm always gonna probably you know, like everyone has a bad day and a good day. Mm-hmm. I do still have bad days where I'm like, man, I hate, like, this sucks. Like, mm-hmm. how am I going to like, like, I'm never going to be able to like do that or not do this or whatever. But like, I've just learned just appreciate. Appreciate. Yeah, you got it. I got it. I appreciate things a lot more than. But yeah. Others, I think. You know, yeah. my dad. Not uh, others, but people yeah. nah, fuck everyone else. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My uh, my dad uh, my dad always had a book that always was out like on whatever like any like table on the service. on the ledge of the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> might have been. And I think if I if I had to guess, I think it was like a finance a finance book, but it was called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and it's all small stuff. And my dad had that book too. <laughs> So the book was And every like, time I took a shit, I'd go, don't sweat the small stuff. It was stuff. called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. It had like a golf cart and it's on all it or small something. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I was always like and, I, and I'm a very like I'm a very like it just kind of runs off my shoulders kind of guy and like I, my dad's like that too so maybe it's genetic but I always kind of looked That's at that so title funny. and went, yeah. yeah, dude, it's all fucking small stuff. Man, Don't worry about it. I, I can't help but think about two two things after this conversation. And, and uh, I one, I know that we've, I know that we've, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know that we've, uh, we've talked a lot about your sister and your, your boyfriend who are here. So uh, guys, um, you have played a super pivotal role in, in obviously in Sarah's um, journey through dealing with all this. So uh, obviously a huge shout out and thank you to you guys for the role yeah. that you played. Yeah. Um, which which makes me which makes me think about like uh, a lot of people who play that caretaker role and, and the importance of like supporting those people through dealing with the challenges that um, uh, people go through, and it's something that we don't oftentimes pay attention to. Like those people need support too, which is incredibly important. So it's something that 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 your story has reminded me of. The second side of that is that um, I have a friend of mine who who suffers from mental illness and he reaches out to me, um, uh, a lot. And, and, um, I know that he struggled with reaching out to me at times because he feels like he's being a burden. Mm -hmm. And the thing that 
that I feel in that situation is that he's never a burden at all. And mm-hmm. in fact, it never is weighing on me that he reaches out to me. It's actually, it makes me feel good because I feel like I can support someone right. and be there for them. So it's kind of this con- contrasting view of, of how the caretaker role works. Like obviously there needs to be support systems available for them. But at the same time, I don't think it's ever um, fair for somebody to feel like they're being a burden on somebody yeah. when they reach out for that help because, in fact, it's actually empowering and it's actually really um, rewarding to be there for a friend in that capacity. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just two things that I was thinking about that I think are really important to to bring up. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, you know, just to kind of tie, just to vamp Walt Taylor Pease before we wrap <laughs> it up, but also, just, yeah, all right. Uh, to to kind of tag on to that, for the people where it is too much of a a burden, there's um, other resources. You know, may, maybe maybe that again, that is like it it, it it can be this great filter. Not to say that those people who can't handle it aren't worth being. Um, it's not for everyone in your life, yeah. but it also is not for everyone. And and when mm-hmm. when shit hits the fan, I know personally, like. You know, my lungs, they're not going to keep working for long. And when they do start to shut down, shut down, I know that these two are going to be there and have my back and be there to support and be there to like be fucking goofballs and put on the, the clown suits and come in and try <laughs> but, to make me laugh. But you know what though? It's simultaneously the hardest thing, but both the re- most rewarding thing yeah. too in being there and Or like Brandon, you, right? you know, it's like mm-hmm. that didn't push us away from him. It brought us closer. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there are people where it did push them away. And that's just the nature of relationships mm-hmm. and the nature of people and society and the way we deal with illness. And I, mean, I think that's a big part of where we come in. And when I say we, I include you in that. Mm-hmm. To normalize and 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 change the way that we converse about these types of things, yeah. so that when shit does hit the fan, we don't automatically want to hit the eject button mm-hmm. and get yeah. the fuck out of here because we're uncomfortable. Yeah. And do you think that it's also like it's also a it's like a it's it is like it's like exercising a muscle. Like the more the more you talk about it, the more you normalize it, yeah. the more it becomes a thing. Like if yeah. I it, like. If you don't have if you don't have those hardships or you don't have those challenging situations that you have to run up like come up against face get through resolve or at least try to resolve then like I can only think of out of all of the stuff like when I think about Brandon when I think about anybody that's like passed away in my life when I think about uh, injuries that I've had like whatever challenging situations like especially just the past like five months with dealing with the injury that I was going through like it's all. I can only look back and go, I can only take positivity away from it. Right. Like I can only look back because it was all negative in the moment. In the moment, it was all shit. It was like, this fucking sucks. Now, looking back on it, being like out of that acute period, I'm like, it was all fucking, it was all a lesson learned. Like it was right. all something that I took something from and went, oh, this is how I can apply this going forward. That's right. And but sometimes it's easier said than done, but it's incredibly important to to be able to have that perspective. Yeah. But looking back on it now, like it's like I've learned so much from it. Totally. Yeah. So it's and you're like worth you're it. like I'd take a stroke totally. every Monday if yeah. that's what I meant, right? <laughs> right. No. And, and, it's worth it. <laughs> and I, I want to emphasize how crazy it is, how crazy it is for you to say that it's worth it because, like, I, I mean, like, I know, 
I know exactly what you mean in the fact that like this crazy fucking thing that you would never think that anyone you wouldn't wish you wouldn't like we said it right at the I very, very beginning. I would never wish it on anybody. You would never wish it. Although it's like you take so much from it, you learn so much, you become such a different person, and it filters people out you of your life. You know how to talk, like, to, how to, talk to people too. Like I would never be able to just have this conversation unless it was like. But you, but you would because you just did in front of now. a room full of people. I know. I know. Right? <laughs> I, I, I just, it's, I think it's things that need to be talked about. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. And you just did that. <laughs> which, we just did it. <laughs> which brings me to the, the second point, which I think is equally, if not more important, um, you know, We've been doing this for the last four years and have been having conversations like this one that we just had with you, Sarah Jane. And I, I, I speak for the three of us when I say that we think that these conversations are vitally important for the entire world. This is like we are pouring our hearts into this because there, there's a reason for it. We think it's fucking important. And it would not be possible to have these conversations the way we're having it if it wasn't for the people who are on the other end of the speaker or the iPhone or the laptop or whatever, who are actually listening. And that's where you come in. You know, every year we, we hear about tying it back to mental health. We hear about bell. Let's talk. And, or, you know, we're, we're trying to change the conversation, talking the conversation, all that shit would be completely pointless. If there wasn't somebody who's there to actually hear what is being talked about or, or hear the conversation that's trying to be changed. And so what you do in terms of what we do is far more important than what's happening here. And so I want to say thank you all so much for taking an hour and a half of your night tonight to listen to Sarah Jane's story mm-hmm. and to hear what she's been through because this is honestly changing lives. It is literally changing lives. So give yourselves a round of applause for that. <laughs> and with that, we've come to the end of the episode. I'm, I got, I got, my, I got to, <clears throat> I want to capture this because this is a really special moment. So here we go. As we always do, that is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Sarah Jane. And this is Sick Boy. <laughs> Yeah, thanks everybody. That was so fun. I love this. This is so fucking awesome. For more CBC podcasts, go to cbc.ca/podcasts.